What's the deal with church? I love God's kingdom and I love the church. I've loved it since I was a little kid. And I feel as if I want to introduce or maybe reintroduce to the body of Christ some of the love and value that I think Jesus sees in the church, that I see in the church, but some of us may have forgotten, maybe you didn't know. I feel as if the culture nowadays doesn't completely understand church anymore, that we've kind of distilled church down to a 90 minute service. Do we know that church is not a service? Church is a family, church is a body. Can I get an amen on that? That church is so much more than just coming in, sitting, singing some favorite songs. There's services and that's wonderful. We love services, but connecting to small groups, going on missions trips, volunteering and serving. There is so much more to church. And if we don't plug into the entire vision of church, then you're only going to get one little piece and you're not gonna get the full benefit. And so over the next few weeks, I hope to bring the love of God towards the church to you and even reawaken some of your own love towards the church. I realize that some individuals in the room, you have been burned by church. You've been disappointed by church. The church hasn't been perfect. And there's a reason for that. Jesus has chosen to use imperfect people that he's working on to run and be a part and lead his church. And yet that was the wisdom of God in that. And he is still the head of the church and it's his creation and it's something that he believes in. And I wanna bring us into that. I believe even the wisdom of God chose to use all of us imperfect people because we are gonna sharpen one another and in interacting with one another, we're gonna grow. Even when we make one another upset in coming back together in forgiveness and unity, both of us have grown and developed. The church is an amazing place to create the leaders of the kingdom in this world. It's amazing. Are you excited to hear about the church? Yes. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 16, verse 18, why don't you go ahead and flip to it. Matthew chapter 16, verse 18, Jesus speaking, he says this, I will build my church. I said it slow on purpose. I, who's building it? Jesus. I will build. I love the idea of build because it's progressive, it's process. And then he says, my, who does the church belong to? Jesus. He takes very serious ownership of his church. He takes it very personal. Matter of fact, when the apostle Paul, his name was Saul at the time, was persecuting the early church, he was on his way to Damascus to go throw some Christians in prison and Jesus stopped him right on that road, knocked him off his high horse. Some of us could use that every once in a while, Jesus to knock us off our high horse. And he humbled Paul in that moment, and he said, Paul or Saul, why are you persecuting me? Do you see that in that moment, Jesus was very aware that Saul was going to persecute Christians, but he was saying, why are you persecuting me? Why are you coming against me? Because if you touch his church, he takes it very personal. He takes you very personal to himself. What we do in these services, what we do on this campus, what we do in our home churches and home groups, what we do on the mission field representing Christ, he takes personal interest in this. And that's what we're gonna talk about a little bit today. I want you to see how 
endeared the churches to his heart, how focused he is on the church, how much he believes in what he's created and where it's going. He said, I will build my church. And then I love the next line. He says, and the gates or the powers of hell will never prevail against it, will not conquer it. Somebody get excited about that. Just celebrate it just for a minute. Because there are times where the enemy, all the time I should say, is trying to create strategies and schemes and systems to push the church back, to muzzle the church, to shrink the church down. And Jesus already said he's, it's his church, he's building it, and the gates of hell will never prevail against it, will never be able to silence it. As a matter of fact, the church is meant to go kick open the gates of hell and save souls out of it, amen? And the gates of hell can't keep us from doing what we've been called to do. I heard someone say, you know, sometimes we always talk about the devil coming after the church in that verse, but gates don't typically attack people. It's really a command for the church to go after the gates and to go into those dark places and rescue people out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. That's the Lord's church, amen. So this series is about the church, seeing it through Jesus's eyes. My hope is that you grow in love for both Christ and the church. I wanna to define to you today what I mean by church. I don't mean buildings. We have a beautiful campus and I'm grateful for every brick and every piece of concrete and every electrical piece of equipment, but Jesus, didn't die for buildings, he died for people. People are his church. The people of God is who we're discussing when I say the Lord loves the church. There is a global church. Now I'm not trying to say one denomination, you know, one fellowship, we have Assembly of God, we have Baptist, we have Lutheran, there's Catholic, there's all different kinds of things out there. I'm not saying that there's just one denomination that is the church. I believe that anyone who calls upon the name of the Lord and serves Jesus